Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 146 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Dusty here, the host of this wonderful show that I get to bring to you each and every Wednesday or maybe Thursday, depending on the week. Uh, Lately, it seems like I've had a couple of guests that uh, their episode needed to be released on Thursday. But normally on Wednesday, I release an interview with a wonderful online video creator asking them about their strategies their techniques how are they making the needle move on their youtube channel in hopes of bringing you some value a peek behind the curtain uh, of what they do to help you uh, possibly apply some of this knowledge in your channel and watch it grow and evolve just like these creators that i'm interviewing uh big week this week Uh, over on patreon we had four new people pledge over there if you want to support the show over there uh we have all different types of tiers over there to to join the discord channel where we talk about youtube all throughout the week. Uh, Also for a larger pledge, I did two. uh, Normally I do one a week, but I did two um, online consultations where I go over and I I review someone's YouTube channel. That is also a tier on Patreon, so definitely go check that out. Links will be in the description of the show here. Uh, Also brought to you today by TubeBuddy. Man, the tool just keeps getting better and better. If you haven't downloaded already, please click the link in the show notes. It'll help the show, the podcast out, and it'll help you out because it'll be that tool that you go back to time and time again as they continually update new features as YouTube continues to evolve. Now, lastly, I want to recommend if you would go over to iTunes, leave us a review over there and you will get a shout out on next week's episode. Got a review coming in from TNV17 says, I am new to YouTube, started six months ago. Intuitive Tennis is the name of his channel, I believe. Dusty is a super nice guy with a good voice. Thank you very much. The podcast is very entertaining and also educational. I've listened to every single episode and have taken many notes. Learning a lot. Thank you so much, Dusty. No, thank you, man. Thank you so much for leaving that review. Reviews always help the podcast grow. And for that, I am so appreciative. Uh, And so this week's guest is, man, wow. We had a wonderful conversation, so much so to where I actually had to go and uh, kind of trim it up a little bit because we got to talking about so many different aspects of their YouTube channel as, as you know, they're growing tremendously right now. Uh, it is about a, a big market right now. The niche is cryptocurrency. Uh, he's actually a friend of mine, used to live in the same local area that I live in. He's, he's since moved on and moved away from where I live now. But wow, what a great conversation that we had. Uh, and if you're a YouTuber looking to grow your channel uh, around a niche or around a community, uh, this follows up. Up the episode from last week about niching down so perfectly. Um, he talks about like how he has removed the partner and monetization features from YouTube, and he's just monetizing strictly through partnerships and relationships with companies, and he's making way more money. And he's talking about the benefits of removing those ads as he his, his channel is still in the infancy, and he's talking about you know not uh, scaring away audience members as they come and watch these videos, potential community and subscribers uh, with ads. And I think it's a wonderful thought process. It's a wonderful. Uh, idea. And so without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's conversation. Um, this week's going to be a lot of fun for me. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, I'm joined today uh, by BitBoy, a.k.a. Ben. Um, he is a cryptocurrency YouTuber who has been involved with cryptocurrency since 2012. His YouTube channel focuses on edutainment. I love that word. He provides a mix of entertainment and education to his subscribers on the crypto world on a daily basis. What's up, man? How are you? 
Oh, I'm good, man. It's good good to talk to you for sure. Glad to be here. Absolutely. And as I mentioned there in the opening, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for me because Ben and I actually know each other. Uh, I don't even know how to say this in real life. Uh, the gamers say IRL, whatever you IRL. want to say. Um, <laughs> ben and I know each other. We are friends, uh, or at least I would consider us uh, a good friends and his family and my family. We, we, we do know each other. And so I do want to preface that before we get into this conversation. But um, that's not why I'm having him on the show. Um, I'm having him on the show because, as I mentioned there, his YouTube channel, BitBoy has absolutely taken off. It's taken the internet by storm. You are now one of the, I think, in, in, in my research, uh, hopefully you can correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, but one of the main authority figures in the crypto world and your comic uh, relief videos, the way that you cover crypto to me is the best way to consume it because you're funny. Uh, you've got great production value. So I want to pump the brakes for a minute and I want you to tell my audience a little bit about yourself and your content and how you got started on YouTube. Yeah. So I originally started a YouTube channel uh, probably about three years ago and it was a huge failure. It was a channel where I was going to review subscription boxes because it seemed like it was a niche that I, I thought I could get in and capitalize on. And, you know, making the videos was terrible. I hated it. You know, I didn't like the stuff I was reviewing and the editing was like very overwhelming for me. I didn't really have a lot of help to start in a disaster. I shut it down after probably about three or four months. I said, that's it. I'm never doing YouTube again. <laughs> and so, um, you know, a, a couple of years went by and uh, actually you and I connected. Uh, I didn't know that you were into YouTube and um, I've done Internet marketing in different niches for a while. Uh Tickets. I have a website, front page tickets. I sell concert and event tickets and um, sports tickets and things like that. And I didn't know that you were in that world. So we connected and then, you know, we actually started working together a little bit. And once again, I kind of find myself in this spot where it was, I liked the channel that I was working on, but I just, it was so hard for me to find the inspiration and motivation to keep going, to keep doing tutorials. Because for me, Tutorials wasn't like it wasn't what I felt like I was using the best of my abilities for. And so I eventually mm -hmm. hit a wall where I just didn't know how to come up with any more content. Mm -hmm. About that time, I started really getting into cryptocurrency. I've been invested in it since 2012, so I've known about it. But last year during the craze, I got really invested in it. And what I found is if there's something that you're really, really passionate about, there's a never ending source of content. There, mm -hmm. there, you can always find something new to do. I've been making about uh, 12 videos per week, uh, two each day, Monday through Friday, and then one on Saturday and Sunday um, a piece. So, you know, it was just kind of this thing where I finally stumbled into the, the right thing for me, the thing that I was very passionate about. And it was very challenging. If you know anything about cryptocurrency, I appreciate you saying I'm one of the authority figures. I, I wouldn't quite call myself an authority figure just because I do edutainment. So a lot of my stuff is funny, you know, but there are a lot of crypto YouTubers that are much bigger than me, but the difference would have been the timing. So I came in and started my channel at the, like kind of the end of the crypto craze. Uh, we call it the crypto bull run. Uh, came in at the end of that when the bear market and the prices had started dropping. And so I really believe if I had started my content back before crypto went crazy, I, I would be really up there um, with my numbers, but I'm definitely... Um, you know, I, I think a person that a lot of people in the space respect and I get along with, you know, everybody that's in my niche pretty much. So it's, it's been a very interesting few years kind of finding, finding my voice on YouTube. 
So it's a cool journey that you've been on. Uh, just a side note, the channel that um, that Ben and I worked on together was an online business channel called Online Business Realm. It's still on the internet. Um, it still brings in, by the way, thousands of views um, a month. Um, a lot of those videos are the ones that Ben produced, and I did some of the thumbnails and some of the back-end work for it. Um, it's a channel that I will eventually go back on, and I'm very happy to, to say that channel has almost 2,000 subscribers now. It's part of the partner program, and uh, it's a channel that, uh, for me, uh, it's a part of my history. It's a part of Ben's history of kind of where he is and, and how he, you know, obviously I didn't get him to where he is. He's put in the work, and nine months ago, he uploaded the first video to BitBoy Crypto, which was, uh, again, something I want to talk to you about, Ben, that's, you know, you created this character, BitBoy, and I want you to talk about the the thought process behind BitBoy and the theme and how that has helped you brand your YouTube channel. Yeah, that that's a very interesting story, and it's something I get a lot of questions about, um, which is I'm a 36-year-old man, you know, dad, dad of three with a beard, and uh, <laughs> I'm people call me BitBoy, and so you got to go back to the history of my channel. The, the reason why I started my channel has really nothing to do with what my channel is about today, which is very interesting. So I started this channel. It was supposed to be an animated cartoon series. Me and my friend came up with these characters, BitBoy and HODL. If you don't know what HODL means, it's like a, it's a word in the cryptocurrency lingo. It comes from a typo, and it means hold. It means you have crypto, and you're going to hold it. So I created BitBoy and the, his sidekick, HODL. Or Hodel, and his uh, he's like the loyal sidekick companion that's you know kind of like always trying to tell Bitboy to slow down and things like that. Bitboy is a crypto superhero. We create all of these characters. Doctor Fudd, he's like a he looks kind of like Kim Jong Un. He's supposed to be like this little dictator guy. And then we create a monkey named FOMO and all kinds of other characters. And I learned how to animate to make these videos. Well, it became very apparent to me that while I can animate, I've learned how to do it. It is a painstakingly long process, and mm -hmm. which if the interest was there when I started it, I would have no problem doing that, making like a video maybe every couple of weeks and putting it out, and that would have been great. However, it was getting no traction. Like I worked so long on these videos, uh, and, and I, I would work a week straight on a video to try to get it out, and then I would get it out, and it would kind of get some views, and I actually tried uh, – the YouTube ads program where, you know, it's kind of like Google AdWords where you can advertise your video. And so I tried that at the very beginning and it worked to get a lot of views, but there was no engagement at all. It was like I would get 4,000 views on a video by using the Google AdWords program, but I would have like 20 likes and one dislike and one comment, you know, so that that kind of engagement will destroy your channel. So I decided that what I needed to do is come up with a way to make more videos and maybe change what I was doing. So slowly over time, I moved away from doing the characters and the comedy, or I still do comedy videos, but the animated comedy videos and things like that. And I started doing news videos because it was easy for me to talk about crypto every single day and what's going on with the markets. And so what happened is, is once I moved, once I made that transition, all of a sudden people started referring to me as BitBoy. So I kind of took on my character's moniker and, you know, that's what everybody in the space calls me is BitBoy. And, you know, the branding of that has been so huge because everybody sees that face. They know exactly what it is. I've also got a website, BitBoyCrypto.com. And on there, I've got merchandise. There's, there's some mer merchandise that has the BitBoy character brand. But then what I did is there's a logo on that's on BitBoy's mask. And I took that logo and I started putting that logo only on stuff. 
And that is very professional, stylish-looking stuff. So I've got my fun character side, and then I've got my more serious crypto side. And it's just been kind of cool the way it's all worked together to really just help me grow grow my brand. So, so let's talk a little bit about the channel now. Um, almost six point five thousand subscribers. Um, you know, obviously thousands and thousands of views later. Um, you obviously focus on cryptocurrency. We've already been talking about that. So let's talk about. You've already talked about your history on YouTube. Let's talk about your production now. You talked about the animation that you did with BitBoy. Now you just use him as kind of like an avatar mm -hmm. or a uh, a profile as far as for who you are, which I think is super cool. I think that it's it's, it's neat that you created that, and then now you can use it kind of as your persona on YouTube uh, and I think people really relate to that and so let's talk about the styles of, of videos that you do and kind of how you're producing the content now because man you're pumping out the content yeah so basically what I found out early on is the less editing you do the the more content you can put out so at first when I started doing news videos if I stumbled over a word or if I tripped over a word like I would go back and re-record that part and then I would try to slice it in. And it was taking me a long time to do videos. And what I found is there was a direct relationship between the level of subscribers I got in a day and the amount of content I put out. If I put out two videos every day, I would get a certain number of subscribers. If I only did one, then I, I wouldn't get as much. So I decided at that point that I was gonna put out two videos pretty much every single day. Mm -hmm. And the fastest way for me to do that was to set up a green screen, stand in front of it, insert myself onto, uh, basically onto my computer screen. I think you guys know what I mean. And I would just pull up crypto articles and I would just ramble about them. I'd talk about my opinions. I'd talk about the facts. Mm -hmm. I'd talk about the sources of the story and all, and all those things and, and the implications for cryptocurrency. And I found that, you know, once I did that, um, I could make videos pretty quick. I could make a video, you know, start to finish, not necessarily counting upload time in about an hour. So, uh, you know, if I didn't have to stumble over my words and I didn't have to re-record, then all I had to do is edit the beginning of the video where I put some graphics in and things like that, and it, basically an intro, and then add my outro at the end, and there wasn't a lot of editing in the middle. Of course, I would go ahead and move the, you know, move through to make sure that like there weren't gaps where the video was messed up or you know you couldn't hear the audio, whatever it would be, but that was my process for uploading. And it's kind of weird, like I've just came full circle. I just put this out to my community today on YouTube. I, I do have the community tab now. And I'm, I'm doing a poll right now to see if they would rather see me do one high quality video, like video with editing on it per day or two videos on two separate topics that doesn't have as much. And so far it looks out looks like people would prefer the the one video with a lot of editing in it so it's kind of like at this point i'm kind of coming back full circle to what i was doing in the beginning mm -hmm. but now i've got all these tools and i know how to edit better and I, I can be able to make these things like more high quality because i'm sure obviously you know this mm -hmm. the thing about youtube is you're constantly having to adapt and to adjust and to change and it's always changed for the better you have to keep increasing the quality of your videos and so when I was creating two videos per day, which is up to very recently, it didn't really matter the quality because I was putting out quantity and that was getting me subscribers. And I was getting views because if each of my videos, you know, averaged two or 300 views, then that was five or 600 views. But what's happened recently is I've gotten a huge uptick in my average number of views. I've had some over the last couple of weeks that have gone in, in the three to 8,000 view range, 
which when I first started, man, I couldn't even imagine, you know, I couldn't even imagine mm-hmm. getting that many. Um, so now that I, I'm getting more views on my average video, I think at this time I can slow down my content a little bit, make one video per day and put much more time into that one video and, and, and try to get the quality up as well. I hope that makes sense. It does make sense because I think quality is a big deal, but also the quantity kind of, it, it's, it's kind of like it is with, with, what I tell my podcast clients that I work with, it's it's in the beginning, it's about getting that backlog out there. And mm-hmm. obviously you want there to be quality, but a lot of people when they come to a podcast and they don't see multiple episodes or five or six or 10 or 20 episodes there, they're like, well, this really isn't a legit podcast. And the same goes for YouTube as well. You know, I have over 750 videos now, which, you know, this is over an eight or nine year span, obviously. And so for me, that is a great backlog. And for you, you now have hundred, you know, hundreds of videos now, but you have a backlog as well and so you can slow that down and focus more on quality which I really like that that tactic as far as getting your channel to a point to where you know you've got some videos you've got some tent pole content there now let's focus more on the on the content and the quality side of things now you're doing this and I didn't ask you this off air specifically because I wanted to hear and react to what you're going to say to this question um, live on, on the interview. Um, let's talk about this as a business. Um, what, you know, obviously you have your other side hustles that you do. What are you looking to do to monetize this content and what have you already done to monetize and make money from your YouTube channel? Right. So in cryptocurrency, there are a few different avenues you can go, really. Um, obviously, monetizing with YouTube, it's not that lucrative. Uh, I think a lot of people have this idea that you're going to start this YouTube channel, and as soon as you get accepted into the partner program, you're going to you know, make tons of money. And mm-hmm. that's just not the way it works. When you hit that thousand subscriber threshold, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're lucky to you know, get 40 or 50 bucks in a month. So for me, what I did, the, part of the message of cryptocurrency is decentralization. So and I think this is this is a really important conversation. So for me, it's decentralization. I don't believe YouTube should be able to have a hold on how much money I make. I don't think they should be able to give me strikes off of something I may have done as a mistake. And then all of a sudden, my, my income source is gone. And that's why it's so important to create multiple streams. And so for me, what I've done with my channel is I do paid reviews of different cryptocurrency projects. It's kind of a taboo issue. Um, but I have done a few, and for me, it the way I I do that is I demonetize with YouTube, so I don't monetize directly through them, and I frame that to the people that are listening to my channel. I say, listen, as you guys know, I put you know 10 to 12 hours per day on this channel. I need th- this is my full time job, so I need to be able to have an income stream. So I demonetize through YouTube for various number of reasons. Because of that, sometimes we do sponsored reviews on this channel, and this is one of those times where we're doing one. And so it's very upfront, it's very transparent. The the video that I would do at that point would be, you know, a sponsored review. And you know, it's not just for crypto. I've also done uh, hardware wallets, uh, exchange videos, di- different kinds of reviews, not just necessarily a cryptocurrency only project. But for me, that's that's the best way, and that's the way that a lot of the bigger crypto YouTubers. Um, you know, have monetized their channel. And so uh, I've gotten to know most of the bigger YouTubers in my niche. And so I'm kind of just trying to follow their their footprint. Now, with cryptocurrency, there is a lot of questions about r- regulation and, you know, things most of your uh, listeners probably don't care about regarding cryptocurrency. So because of that, um, you know, I- I'm trying to look maybe outside of doing those r- reviews for income streams 
And uh, one thing that I do have in the works that's really super exciting, um, not 100% uh, it's going to go through, but I've worked very hard to build my brand and to be, you know, my business card says cryptocurrency personality. Like I've worked to be not just a YouTuber. My Instagram is big. My Twitter is big it, relatively. I mean, for my niche. And because of that, I built my brand up. And so because of that, I got noticed by a TV producer um, for a full 24-7 cryptocurrency channel called CryptoCake TV. It's supposed to start on Sling, Amazon, uh, Firestick, uh, applications. Uh, the goal is to get it on cable and direct TV and things like that. And so I've worked really hard not to sacrifice my image by maybe, you know, you guys have watched people who uh, they're paid shills, you know, they'll get out mm -hmm. there and they'll promote anything that, you know, to get 10 bucks or what, whatever it might be. And I, I've turned down a lot of offers so I don't sacrifice my brand. And now I got flown out to L.A. Uh, a couple of well, I guess it's about two months ago now and I actually shot a pilot for a TV show. Mm -hmm. And that could be starting next year. So it's one of those weird ways where, you know, you sacrifice on the front end. And, and if you still have a job, you don't quit your job. Like Dusty said, I've got some other side hustles and side businesses I do. Um, and, and, and you don't necessarily move over to full time until you know you can afford it. And so for me, I could afford to sacrifice in the short term to look much bigger down the road. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to be not just one of the biggest you know, crypto YouTubers. Eventually, I want it to be where even people that aren't into crypto know who I am. And so do you think, Ben, that with your niche and kind of where you are right now in the crypto world, do you think it's almost more beneficial to, in the beginning, to take away the ads that may scare away new viewers to a smaller channel and then focus maybe on building up partnerships with quality companies that could sponsor the channel and possibly you know, benefiting you both ways of maybe making a little more money as well as not bothering or uh, you know, ticking off the, the new viewers that may come to the channel? A hundred percent. I know, uh, I won't name him by name, but I, I know a, a crypto YouTuber who is pretty big and I know how much he was getting, say, for partnerships and promotions and paid reviews and things like that. He was transparent about them. But he would get more money from one video for a sponsored ad or for a sponsored uh, video or review than he would have gotten the entire year from the YouTube ads program. So it's uh, that was when when I talked to him and I you know figured that out. That's when I decided, like, it's not worth it to. Uh, do the ads program and especially in cryptocurrency you can't control the ads that are being shown before your video mm, it's big, and, yeah and and so there could be a chance that there's an ad running before your video like uh, if you know anything about cryptocurrency last year there was a huge scam there was a ponzi scheme called bitconnect and a lot of big youtubers in the cryptocurrency space got in big trouble for promoting this and we still haven't seen the end of the repercussions of that so for some people that I know, they were doing the ads program and they would have BitConnect commercials ads that would show right before their videos and they couldn't control it. And so that made it to the novice YouTuber, you know, your grandma who pulls up YouTube and watches it every once in a while. That makes it look to them like you're okay with that ad being there, that you're actually, even though it's not your video, it's playing beforehand, some people can't separate you being involved with that, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. in cryptocurrency, integrity and transparency is of the utmost importance. And so there's definitely several reasons why, you know, for me, I felt it was smart to do that. And if this is a niche that you would want to get into, then I would definitely say, you know, the same thing. It, it, it's not worth it, you know, um, to, to do the ad program, I don't believe.
Yeah, and I don't think it's just you know cryptocurrency either. I think that the benefits of not running those ads when you're a smaller channel are two and threefold. I think there are benefits other than possibly making more money with sponsorships. And uh, you know, I haven't asked Ben this question, uh, and I, I don't really want to focus too much more on this at the moment. But I would assume Ben, just quickly, just if you want to answer this real quickly, are, are, I assume some of the partners that you're working with for your videos, you are approaching them, and then others possibly contacting you. So I guess it works both ways. Is that right? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I would envision, especially in in a niche that that's like cryptocurrency. So so cool. Um. So let's talk about tools of the trade for a minute. Uh, okay. I know I've I've introduced you to a few myself. Um. I know I watched one of your videos recently where you mentioned that you now are a subscriber to Video Blocks. Um. I am a huge fan. This is not a sponsor, by the way. I don't even know the company to be honest with you. Um. I'm a huge fan of Audio Blocks. I use them for audio editing. I'm a big fan of the graphic uh company Image Story blocks or whatever the, the image thing is now they've got one flat subscription i'll put the right. link in the the, the, the basically the, the end of the show notes here but what tools are you using um whether it be internet resource hardware software what are you using man to get the job done well i would say that's a huge advantage i have over other people in the space and i believe that my video production quality it with the crypto youtubers is up there in the top 10 for, yeah, I would agree. for, for sure, I believe. Uh, I wouldn't put myself in the top five. I know who the number one guy is, and I'm chasing him down. So that's why I'm actually trying to slow down my content so I can get it as high quality as his, so I can be you know, a leader in the space. And that's been a, hu a huge advantage for me is knowing you and talking to you when we work together on the channel and knowing things that you, know, you can't just Google. You can't just ask somebody because if you Google the best thing to use, you're always going to get ads, basically, you know, where they're saying, hey, make sure you use this tool. It's the best. But being able to talk to somebody who has been involved in YouTube as long as you have and, you know, has the knowledge of the different tools and through all the tutorials you do, you know, just understanding and using so many things. I started out so much further ahead than most people do. So I use obviously TubeBuddy is absolutely huge. I use TubeBuddy. If it wasn't for that. I probably would not even put tags on my videos because it just takes so long to come up with those in your in your head. I've got lists that I import, and then about half of the list I'll specialize, but it also keeps up with the character counter, which is absolutely huge, so you know how many tags you can put in your videos. Uh, that's probably the number one thing I use on TubeBuddy. I've also used it to pick winners for contests, um, and you know a lot of the templates, the in-screen template and things like that have been really useful. So TubeBuddy is definitely something I recommend to people. As far as recording, I use ScreenFlow by Telestream, also recommended by you, and I won't use anything else. I've tried to use uh, Final Cut. I've tried to use uh, Adobe After Effects. I've tried to use a lot of different things, and I'm very familiar with Adobe products. And to me, there's nothing better to record your videos, if you have a Mac, than Telestream, um, or Scre ScreenFlow 8.1 it is right now. Uh, for live streaming, I use OBS. That's pretty much what everybody uses. If you haven't used OBS before and you would like to live stream with it, I would certainly suggest finding someone who knows how to use it mm -hmm. because, in my opinion, watching a lot of the tutorials can be confusing um, because it, it just seemed like every time I looked up a tutorial on OBS, um, I had a lot of problems with the sound for my yes. Mac yes. trying to live stream with someone else. I'm sure you're familiar with that issue. And I, I couldn't fix it. I couldn't find somebody who could fix it. Um, eventually I live streamed with another YouTuber who knew how to fix it and show me exactly how to do it. Um, I just bought a new Mac, so I'm actually getting ready today to, uh, to do that. So I use Mac for all my recording. I don't, 
I know some of you guys out there are PC people, but I, I won't touch it. Every product I have is Mac, and I'm not a hipster. <laughs> it's just I, I, I switched over probably about four or five years ago to Mac, and I, I was a person who hated it before that. And I can say switching to it was the smartest thing I ever did uh, as far as – especially for a, a laptop. Sure. Um, laptops are so much – MacBooks are so much better than any PC laptop you'll find. So um, I use those tools as far as my hardware – um, I use a Logitech Pro uh, 1080p camera. Um, it, you know, if you're using a MacBook for recording, I think that's something that I wish I would have known at first. It took me a long time to figure out why I need an external camera. Was well, because if you're doing a lot of editing and you're putting, let's say, video backgrounds in your videos, well, that camera that you have installed in your MacBook, it takes up a lot of the resources of your computer. Mm -hmm. So by using an external one, a USB one, and then just hooking it to the top, um, I was able to, you know, not have nearly as many problems. So I do use that. I use a Blue Yeti microphone, which came obviously also from a rec uh, recommendation from you. A lot of some people don't like it. I've had a lot of success with it. I've really, really enjoyed it. My one problem I do have with it is the little the plug, the little cord that plugs into it. it I have it on a tripod and it falls out sometimes and it gets it to is, where yeah that connector is is seems kind of cheap to be honest with yeah. you uh that's that's probably the one part of the, that microphone that I, I dislike as well um I'm, I'm on my third cord so yeah yeah me too i've got some laying around here to be honest with you um i want to ask you quickly about video blocks i know you've only had it shortly you know a, a brief amount of time but i i see just from your thumbnails that you're still using kind of the the image stock that that you and i were, were using back on our, our channel what what are your thoughts on video blocks and that company and kind of what it what that brings to a channel using you know stock you know artwork as well as well as stock video and audio yeah um well i went out to um i've been to several crypto conferences now and that that's been another benefit of my channel is i get invited to go to conferences and sometimes they fly me out and stuff and it's pretty cool. So I went out to Litecoin Summit back in um, sept uh, October. Back in October, I went to Litecoin Summit, and there uh, I got to actually meet in person some of the bigger YouTubers in our space that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I started talking to them, and they all use video blocks, and I had never heard of it before. Um, I, looking back, I guess maybe it was something you had mentioned it to me at one time, but I could not figure out where these guys were getting these high quality video backgrounds. You can get stock photography almost anywhere. You can sign up for Adobe stock, which I also is part of my creative cloud package where, you know, I use Photoshop and illustrator and things like that. Um, so, but they only give you like 10 images a month and then you got to pay $2 per. So when I signed up for video blocks, um, based on their recommendation, I was just blown away by how much high quality content is on there. And it's all in one space and you can pull it off really quick. You can, I always get the lowest grade video quality. Um, that, that probably sounds terrible. Uh, the smallest file, the most compressed file they have available. I pull that so it doesn't take a lot of space on my computer. It still looks the same um, and things like that. So uh, I think video blocks is something that I would definitely recommend. I think I'm paying, I'm doing the monthly plan right now because I just started. So I want to try it out for a month. I think it's 30 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And I found that I can get graphics. I can get videos. I can get backgrounds. I haven't even dabbled with the audio part yet. Um, but I definitely think that it is, you're not going to find, I believe a better tool for, uh, you know, video editing in terms of having backgrounds available to you than video blocks. Yeah, and and there's there's a there's a like a, a suite that you can do. It's the the name of the company is is Storyblocks. Um, 
And then basically you can do like a monthly plan. They're not a sponsor, by the way. This is just if you're looking for, as a creator, and, and, and Ben, you can kind of back me up here. There are so many times when I'm like, man, if I, if I just had like this little opener or this little stinger video or this sound effect, just like literally yesterday I was producing a tutorial and I wanted to pop something up on the screen and I wanted to get fancy and I wanted to have like a, a really fun like popping sound or yeah. like a splat sound. And I just went over to audio blocks and they had like, 30 of them for me to choose from. Um, and so go check them out. It's over on uh, just, just Google Storyblocks, and there's literally, for like 30 bucks a month, you get unlimited access, it looks like, to all of their stuff. Um, and that's if you bill annually. If you do it monthly, I believe it's like 65 so I think they uh, they probably uh, they probably get you there. Uh, but go check that out for sure. Um, we're, we're getting kind of long in the tooth here on the interview. I like to keep them around 30 minutes, Ben, but I, I, I feel like I have so many more questions for you. Maybe I can have you back on the show at a later date. Uh, but I do want to ask you one last question. Um, what are you? What do you think the future is of the channel? So for BitBoy, the channel, the brand, the theme, what are you looking to do short term and long term to set yourself up to succeed and to continue to do what you're doing now at an even higher level? Well, uh, the short term plan for me is to in, improve the level of my content, the quality mm -hmm. of my content. Sure. Um, to do more editing, that that's the short term goal for me. And with cryptocurrency, it's kind of a niche. Um, that is different than most niches. Well, I, I don't know, maybe some are seasonal, but with cryptocurrency, when the bull run happens and the price is going up, that's when you get all your subs. I mean, there were people that went from, there were people that were hitting the YouTube partner program in a day by making one video um, during, when the, the price was going crazy. So, you know, for me, the long-term goal is to keep building my brand, keep building awareness, keep, you know, something we haven't really even talked about is my community. My engagement level is very, very, very high yes, on my channel. And yeah. that's because I've crafted it that way. I'm very personable with people. And so continuing to build my community, so I've got a really strong base. So when the next bull run does happen and the price goes up, then my channel will absolutely explode. I I, I think I could easily go from 6,000 to 70, 80,000 in a few months mm -hmm. um, once, once the price uh, of, of crypto and Bitcoin goes up. Now, if crypto dies and Bitcoin dies, then I'm going to be in trouble because I've invested my whole life into it. <laughs> <laughs> but Well, I think that you are smart enough to know that you know, right now we are, with, with any type of currency, there are ups and there are downs. Right now right. we are in a, a downturn, probably the worst downturn crypto's ever seen since it's been introduced, um, and you are still succeeding at, at the rate that you were succeeding at. And I think that once we see another bullish uh, uptick, and, and, and I, I do believe, and I I was talking to you off air that we are going to see another uptick. I truly believe that you're going to be set up for success and you're going to be covering those news stories and those events that are happening as people are getting back into it, as the normal people per se are getting back into it. Uh, and I'm just happy for you and excited to see kind of where your channel goes. Well, thank you, Dusty. I, I certainly appreciate it. And, you know, I, I do owe a lot to things that you taught me when we were working on that other channel. So I certainly appreciate it. Well, I'll pay you later, I promise. Um, <laughs> okay. But uh, no, ben, ben and I are friends, and it's it's fun to see uh, another per person that you care about and that you're friends with succeed because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. That's why I do this show uh, every single week is to help people out like Ben who are wanting to grow a smaller YouTube channel, and, and to see him do that uh, is super cool. And just I refreshed your channel page since the beginning uh, of our uh, chat here, and you've gained two subscribers since we started yes. recording, so that's really cool. I'm going to start doing that at the end of every conversation. Yeah, that's refresh. good. And if, if they've gained, I'll, I'll give a shout out. If not, I'll just kind of gotta go up <laughs> past it. So what a fun conversation this has been. Ben, it's uh, kind of double there. Uh, but Ben, will you let uh, my audience know where they can get in touch with you on the internet? 
Right, of course. So my channel is BitBoy Crypto. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, both at BitBoy underscore HODL. That's H-O-D-L. And you can find my website, BitBoyCrypto.com. I've got some uh, pretty cool merch on there. Sure. And if you do want to check out that channel that Ben and I worked on together, it's called Online Business Realm. Uh, it's uh, basically, it's it's a it's right now it's non-existent because we haven't uploaded anything uh, in eight months. But who knows? Maybe Ben and I will uh, will, will revive the channel and uh, figure something out at a, at a later date. But if you are intrigued to see another project that I have worked on at a much smaller level than what I do on my main channel, definitely go check that out as well. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. And we will talk to you guys in the next one. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as support us on Patreon for great perks. Just having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.